News, views, opinions, and attitudes. Attitude. It's actually uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. And we are live with you today. Welcome to the program. Welcome to Right On Radio. The tagline of the show is live right in the real world because we're going to expose the real world to you and then you decide how to live right. Good day to you, Jesse. Good day, Jeff. What a fine day. And boy, we've got a packed show with lots of information that we're going to present very quick tonight. Yeah, and uh, just just as we start, uh, I'm going to try to leave this show up for a couple days on uh, on BoobTube, uh, but it'll be on uh, all the other platforms. And I just want to say in the offset, uh, Jesse and I normally do a lot of show prep. We do some planning. I, I, I usually lay out some agendas and things like that. And Jesse, I have at least 10 shows planned, but I can't get to them because the Lord just keeps moving in uh in directions so this show is really going to be a conversation between jesse and i although we know somewhat where it's going to go um i think we're gonna start to see things uh uh look this is a critical time in our history i'm just gonna say that and we're gonna put out information that is maybe gonna stir up some things and just with the technical difficulties that we had getting on air which never happens uh (laughs) you know no. This is uh this is gonna be a wild one. Um yeah. and a so, continuation of our show Tuesday. So I would encourage really people to go back and watch that show that we did Tuesday, and this one's going to continue off of that. Yeah, so on Tuesday we talked about the Super Bowl, the Olympics, and CERN essentially yeah. and what they're trying to do. I believe we have a, a lot more evidence now and we're going to triangulate some <laughs> things for you today. And uh, normally we pray before we come on the broadcast, but I, I just feel led to pray on air today. Uh, so Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege of this broadcast and we thank you for the privilege of, of people joining us and that you've added so many into our tent, Lord. We pray a hedge of protection around every single one uh, that's here. We pray for your wisdom, most of all, and we give your Holy Spirit permission to do the Father's work in our lives. We want to glorify Jesus in this broadcast. We want to reveal truth, and Lord, we want to serve you uh, on this earth using the authority that you've given us as your children made in your image. And Lord, we regret that we've been asleep for so many years. Uh, humankind has been asleep, but Lord, you are revealing these things and you're revealing what we're to do. You're revealing the, the authority we have in our Savior's name and the power that we have in the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we only seek to do your will. Your word will be fulfilled. Nothing can stop what is coming, uh, comes to mind, Lord. And and that is the fulfillment of your word. But Lord, you are not subject to the timing of the enemy. Lord, you are sovereign over all things. Your word will be fulfilled, but it'll be fulfilled in your time. And Lord Jesus, your return will come as a thief in the night. Lord Jesus, I pray that we're prepared. 
but Lord, that we've also run our course and done the things that you've set for us to do. So we praise you. We honor you. Uh, we pray for strength and healing in everyone that hears the sound of my voice, Lord. They will need strong legs to get through the days ahead. But Lord, your blessing is upon us. You will always take care of us. We stand upon your word because you are not a liar, God. You are the living truth. You are the way to heaven. And Lord Jesus, we just honor you today. Amen. Amen. And if we say anything wrong, Lord, give us the strength and humility to come on and correct ourselves. Mm -hmm. Amen. So I got to say, um, there was a, a video going around and Jesse, I sent it to you this morning. I just watched yep. it this morning because many people have suggested that I needed to watch a Robin Bullock uh, video. He was on Elijah streams. Uh, I believe it was Monday. I will tell you that it is worthwhile to watch. And um, I, I don't know Robin Bullock. Well, I, I just want to say that. So I, I, not endorsing, I'm not condemning, but I felt that the word on that show uh, was really anointed. And most people suggested that I watch it because he's saying a lot of the same things that uh, Jesse and I have been bringing forth. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I got to say, it just put more pieces of the puzzle together. And, and what one thing that happened in this, Jesse, is, you know, on Tuesday... I read from Daniel 8, mm -hmm. and I read the interpretation of, uh, of the dream. But I had another scripture up on my desk, and it was actually the first one that the Lord brought me to, which was Daniel 7, verse 25. And quite honestly, I, I, I didn't read it because I didn't know what the Lord meant by it. And, you know, I didn't want to say things improper, but it was, it's been pounding. And then uh, Robin Bullock brought this out and he brought it out and it, and, and the Lord showed me something a little bit different and they're not, it's not, it's not uh, in a correction of what he said or anything. It's just the, the depth of the word is, is great. And it can mean more than one thing. Mm -hmm. So having said that, Jesse, uh, let's just start out because uh, this weekend well we talked about the uh the super owl that's happening uh, <laughs> on uh on sunday and you had mentioned that you believe that area 51 will be very hot yes at this time and one thing that came to my attention this morning jesse is and uh, we were talking about it right before coming on air but there's the uh largest uh satanic conference you know uh, happening Friday to Sunday in advance of the Super Owl on Sunday. That's right. And that's in Scottsdale, Arizona. And so I just looked at a map. And if you do like a driving direction thing, mm -hmm. and you go from Scottsdale, Arizona, you drive up through Las Vegas to get to Area 51, and then you drive down to Los Angeles. And I just point that out because if you look at it on a map, it's almost mm -hmm. a perfect triangle. Right. It's almost a perfect triangle. And these things, uh, there's no coincidences. And 
And what is it a coincidence that you know that uh, that this organization, the Satanic Temple, would hold their conference from February 11th to the 13th? Yeah, you know the the chances of that are pretty small and slim, and especially since you have the Olympics and the other stuff going on. But um, you know, I think that there is a massive gathering um, that is coming into the area. It's been interesting because I haven't heard of a lot of movement. So, you know, I know that the gates are closed. I know that they're not using those right now. They're trying to, but they haven't been able to. So it's just, you know, figuring out exactly where all these people are gathering. And, you know, we do, you know, I think it's just pieces that we're putting together that, you know, we know with every ritual, um, that there will be areas where they're holding children or holding whoever's going to be the sacrifices. Um, you know, and I think that that Arizona area has been a big area where there's been stuff going on with the kids. And, um, you know, we know that we watched a, a year ago, you know, where literally there was like, you know, 600 to 800 children that went missing in a month out of that state. And it was like, Arizona, where are your kids? What's happening to them? Where are they going? Um, so, you know, just trying to put all those pieces together and figure out, you know, where or what is their end goal. And, you know, I think it's important to bring out that, you know, with this system, you know, there were things with the looking glass that we were trained to see. And, um, you know, I know I've mentioned before that nobody has seen past 2024. And, you know, all the vision stopped. There was nothing that was revealed by God or by any being after 2024. I believe that this year is the real 2024. Uh, because we've had two years of history that they've erased and put us back in time on the calendar. So I think that this year is 2024. And there were specific rituals that I went through as a kid that were, you know, apocalyptic preparatory rituals. One of them, you know, deals with stuff we're seeing now that, um, you know, they have a goal to release those who are chained down in the, in the abyss. And so we've seen them attempting to open those gates to, you know, let those, you know, I just call them the Titans, um, but let them out of those lower realms. So they've been trying to release those beings, you know, this past month. And then you add to, you know, some of the things I see gathering, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about one of the rituals that, you know, is the end time. Um, it, you know, I just knew it as, you know, the ritual where they would be basically putting the 10 kings into their positions. Um, I know that those 10 kings are all descendants of individuals who formerly or during their time frames were set apart to be uh, the Antichrist. So, you know, we, we see many of those individuals right now, you know, where we have Hitler's descendant, Merkel, we have um, Castro's descendant, Trudeau, 
we have Stalin's descendant. We have, um, you know, even uh, King Attila the Hutt. We have his descendant. We have Vladimir uh, or Vlad the Impaler's descendants. We have the Romanov descendants, you know, who didn't die. We have the Rasputin descendants. So there's a lot of gathering of these people who were chosen for these end time roles to take those 10 king positions. And we know scripture tells us that those 10 kings will rule Satan or the Antichrist's kingdom. You know, that their job is to come alongside of the Antichrist who then will give that kingdom to the beast. And so we see these things starting to fall into place. Um, you know, so we're just, I'm kind of just keeping an eye on what is happening. So, and as soon as you said that, Jesse, the, uh, the ritual of the 10 Kings, listen, they're trying to generate massive power now, and they've probably never had an attempt like this, as big as this in the history. So this is very, very big. And you know, the Lord has been painting a picture in my mind for over a year, and I'm just getting the pieces together. And, you know, the, uh, the scripture, uh, you know, in Daniel 725, it's the last bit of it time and time again. And so Robin Bullock had, a, and watch the video. I don't want to steal his material. Uh, he has something, but to me, and it came to me in the shower this morning, which is, uh, listen, I get, I get words when I'm walking my dog and when I'm showering, I, <laughs> I can't explain it, Right. but time and time again is the way the Lord speaks to me. Uh, because uh, listen, it, when you meet me in person, I have a massive head me, probably means I'm thick scald and he has to, you know, send the message multiple times before it, uh, it kind of really comes together, but he's been showing me things and, 2022 this year is kind of the year that determines the future. Yeah, I I would be in agreement with that. I think that this is a pivotal pivotal year. So let's just go on the ground for a second because I, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the trucker thing. Uh, listen, I, I support the truckers. I you know went down to the rally. I'm completely in favor of the movement. But I'll tell you something that I've kind of felt from the beginning. It seems that the confirmations have been there because time and time again, uh, I'm getting this. And the thing is, I'm going to give you, I want to give both sides. First of all, I think the whole trucker convoy was arranged by the cabal. I have some disagreements on that, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, I'll, I'll explain how I got there. Well, it's partly because of the people who, you know, are involved in it, have been connected to Soros and things like that. Uh, the people that started it, uh, they're connected. The, the connections go pretty deep and I don't want to get into that as much, but when we have a great reset agenda, part of the great reset agenda is to starve out and to break the supply chain. That's been happening for the last two years. They've been breaking right. the supply chain through the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. But now, with good people protesting, 
And how would those people, these particular people break the supply chain? Could the narrative be turned around and say, Hey, you got no food on the shelves because of these guys. Yeah. Now it, it could be used, you know, as backlash tool. I well, agree. and, and to actually physically break it. Mm-hmm. And, and when people get hungry, uh, you know, no food, no money, no funny. Right. Right. But, Here's the other side of it. And I want to be clear on on when I say this, what the devil plans for evil, God can invert it. God is sovereign. God is still on the throne. And I think that the cabal is surprised how big this has gotten. Mm -hmm. I, because good people are not corrupted. Right. And, you know, they might have done this. They might have started it thinking, okay, we can get, we can even get the the people to turn against the people. Mm-hmm. But it's gotten bigger than that. People are ready to sacrifice themselves. Uh, people are. Uh, the people that are staying up in Ottawa right now and down at the border in Calgary, they are sacrificing. They're willing to lose it all right. for freedoms. And so God, I think, has overwhelmed the enemy. And and this is where it gets scary because you had just mentioned the descendant of Castro as being one of those kings. That's one of the names, and you can't you can't give names to all the other ones. I understand that. However, you got to understand if he falls, their plans are reset. <laughs> Let's just say uh, it, it doesn't mean that they won't continue. Of course they will. But it would be a major dent in their plans and their timing. Yeah. It definitely would. They want the tribulation to start at the end of this year. Yeah. They're trying to push that because they can't see, you know, ultimately it's that war against God himself. And he's closed the books. They can't see into that future. They don't know what that time frame entails. Even the angels don't know what that time frame entails. God's literally sealed it shut until the appointed time. So Jesus because of know. right, because of not knowing those things, you know, it, they're fearful. They fear because they know that they'll be judged. They just don't know when their time is up. They do know when Jesus was crucified and when he rose again. Yeah. And and if you assume that that was, uh, well, I guess it would be 30 years, uh, 2030, or sorry, year 30. So 2,000 years later, they feel because man's time is appointed for about 6,000 years, that the lawful time that he would come back would be around that time. Right. Now, think about it this way. From 2022, what's seven years? Because we know that the tribulation is going to be seven years in total. Right. Uh, well, I break it up to tribulation for the first half and then the wrath of God the second half okay. is how I believe it's defined in the Bible. But we'll just say it's a seven-year period for simplicity. That would bring us to 2029. Now, what's what's important here is when we saw the uh, the hokey pokies roll out last year, 
We saw the supply chain being broken. We see the transhumanism agenda being rolled out. And by the way, that was a highlight uh, from the clips that I saw in uh, from Beijing. They had snowflakes everywhere, but the snowflakes were like computer chips. Yeah. And and I got to give credit. I was I was let I found a, a YouTube channel, Jacob Israel, and so he started researching Snowflake. Oh, it just happens to be the uh, company that's making digital IDs, <laughs> right? Uh, so, right. and why why is that important? Because when when they pick the years twenty twenty one and twenty thirty, they're making calculations. Yeah. The, look, they do they do high math. They are very scientific. So they're trying to push things by all the tools that they have. Is that fair to say, right. Jesse? It is. And yeah, I mean, even if you break down those computer chip designs and everything, they perfectly line up with, you know, what the system had created as song codes for the portals. So in a way you know, they're trying to find a way to make you living portals. Yeah. And and I just wanted to continue the thought, though, because right before the return of Jesus, and listen, the devil knows the Bible better than you and I, but we just finished that study on Revelation. And yeah. if it's chronological, God didn't make a mistake and jumble it all up trying to confuse us, because God isn't the God of confusion. The mark of the beast happens like literally, you know, two months before the return of Christ. If yeah. if the interpretation is correct, I want to say that, if the interpretation is correct. So why does he, everything has to work towards that mark because he wants as many people, first of all, fallen to hurt mm -hmm. God, but not only that, to use our human authority in his final stand in the revolt against God. More than our human authority, it's also to deal with our spiritual authority and, uh, you know, giving up that sovereignty of your spirit. Um, you know, there was a lot of experiments that the Nazis did with the soul and trying to, you know, pull that soul out of the body so that they could put, like a demonic soul in that body. Mm -hmm. um, and we see a lot of that theology coming out that, you know, especially with the star seeds that, you know, there's these beings that are out of this world who need human hosts and uh, you can be that human host, you know, and they keep advertising. There'll be near death experiences. And when you get yours, don't be afraid to let the star seed, you know, choose you um, so we see a lot of that lining up, you know, that with their end time agenda. Oh, and people are getting, oh, if I was chosen, oh, <laughs> I, I'm going to be like grabbing it by the hair and like, oh, hell no. Like, yeah. you know, if I'm, if I'm dying and my spirit's not going back into my body, you ain't getting my body either. <laughs> no way. No way. You just you just need to hold out a little bit longer at that point. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. don't mind, folks. Uh, that that is possession, uh, and yeah. 
So let's get back to what they're trying to do. Now, the one thing that we discussed on Tuesday was uh, Apollyon and they want to open the gates. Yeah. Um, they're trying everything. They've got CERN ramped up. They're increasing the power. You know, they're they're doing their, well, we've got that little triangle ritual center, right. you know, happening. There's been a lot of, to, to calm people's fears, though, there's been a lot of technical difficulties at CERN. They can't get all those gates. You know, as I've brought up before, their biggest problem, they can't get all the gates open at one time. And so, you know, even if they get one or two here or there that are the little ones, those big ones are sealed shut. Um, you know, I witnessed that myself. Literally, the Lord rolled this huge mass of stones in front and sealed it with his blood. So they aren't going to get those big, massive gates open. And, you know, that's their goal, you know, and they really can't. You got to think about that, that below that surface of the deep, um, you know, those lower gates, the same thing. You know, they've only been able to crack it just a little bit because it's not God's time yet. And he's already said that when he gives those keys to Avedon, yeah. that he will then open that gate. But until that's given, that gate can't open. So yeah, they're trying, though. They are definitely they are trying. trying. Yeah. So here's here's the one thing, and and I and I confirm it. Just let God's word confirms what you said. They will not succeed in opening the right. gate. It's not in their timing. God will open it in his timing and for well, his actually, purpose. The, the Lord gave a further word on that because, you know, their goal is to, um, you know, use humans to get the demonic army into the heavenlies and then, you know, yeah. try to usurp God from his throne. But the Lord has already told us, even in his word, what is going to happen. And the Lord has said to the enemy, you know, you will not step a foot in my throne room anymore that not only are the gates closed, but he doesn't even get to go in there. He doesn't even get to get his army through any of that. The Lord has already decreed that he will meet him on the Armageddon battlefield. Yeah. And there his army is going to be completely and utterly destroyed. And the Lord has already decreed that the birds will eat their flesh. Yeah. So you know, the Lord's already decreed it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, listen, Satan's trying everything and you're right. That's why he wants the human uh, authority, the human spirit to go up there. And that's why they're trying to do the transhumanism. That's why I did the Nephilim. That's why, and by the way, those star seeds, the disembodied spirits are probably, and this is my theory, uh, Jesse, but it would make sense to me that uh, the Nephilim bodies might have died uh, in the flood, but the uh, spirits remain. They're dis they're they're yeah. eternal creatures, right? So that would make sense. And, uh, and boy, wouldn't that be so great to become a titan? Have a titan join your body? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pump it up, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I thank God for the fear of God. Right. And look, li listen, folks, if you didn't go through our Revelation series, spend the time, stop watching these other Patriot shows that, by the way, are compromised. Mm -hmm. Almost everything is compromised. 
Um, I can tell you that I'm not compromised and I don't believe Jesse's compromised. Jesse, are you compromised? I am not. But, and, you know, what you can tell is the truth, you know, is that, um, you know, we we stick with the scripture and, you know, we're encouraging everybody else as well, even these other platforms, that you have to be in that word. You have to be sticking to the scripture and you have to be interpreting it correctly. And a lo lot of what's going forth, you know, we brought out that there's this end time system apostasy where, you know, they're going to cause confusion they're going to cause wavering in the faith you know they want you to believe a lie and we have to stick all the firmer to what we know to be true and the spirit of the living god testifies within us to what that truth is that jesus came he was not married he had no descendants he nope. came he died he shed his blood on behalf of our sins and he rose again from that de from death, and now he raises us into that eternal life. And that's the gospel that we know, that we preach, and that we stand 100% firm in, also believing that those 66 books of the Bible, you know, we've brought out that why were those books the only ones chosen? And it's because each of those are part of that prophecy and revelation of Jesus Christ, of the Lamb of God and the Lion of Judah. All the other books do not contain those, uh, we'll just call them Christ, Christology uh, teachings. So that's why they were chosen is because they focus on the true Messiah. And so that's why we stick to those 66 books as being the sovereign word of God. Everything else is extra. Um, it's not, you know, literal word of God, even though some of it could be, but it has to be taken with a grain of salt because, you know, it, it leaves out that piece of the Messiah, the true son of God. Does Kabbalah use one of the Enoch books? Oh yeah. They use them all as you yeah. get higher and with it, you got the Enochian magic. So, you know, as you get through those the first couple, as you get into the deeper levels, the black magic in that comes out. And in the end, you're making vows with spirits, uh, just like the Sol you know, the books from Solomon uh, do the same thing, where as you get higher and higher through those books, you're making contracts and covenants with demonic spirits and generals and principalities in those higher level books. So you're telling me that God did not leave anything out. Everything we need is in here, the Bible. I believe it is a complete war manual, Jeff, that has every divine weapon of warfare that is not of this world that we need to face our enemy and to defeat and overcome the enemy. And the, the beautiful thing is about this, uh, we'll call it the Great Awakening, is we're starting to see things in scriptures that were not possible for us to see before. Right. Uh, maybe maybe some people saw it 20, 30 years ago, uh, you know, but literally, uh, in, in general, our eyes are being opened because the world has caught up with it. Yeah. And we can see these things now. And with, with this thing called the Great Awakening, I, I just want to 
make a mention of this uh, for everyone in the audience. If you think the Great Awakening is all this intel that is being dropped right now, and look, I get it. We're in the intel business, okay? Uh, you know, for what it's worth, uh, that kind of keeps us alive here. But the Great Awakening, and, and I want to be careful on my language here, Jesse. If this comes out wrong, correct me. But when when they say that there's going to be this shift in consciousness and stuff like that, I believe that to be true. But yeah. it's not this Christ consciousness. It's not this global, uh, everything's peace and love consciousness. What I believe it is, Jesse, is what we're studying in the book of Acts right now. We're going to realize who we are in Christ more and more as his Holy Spirit becomes greater in our bodies and more, we'll do even greater things. Yeah. And, and it's no mistake. Look, I, I'm not saying right on radio, myself, Jesse or anything. We're, we're not claiming to be anything, but I'm telling you, the Lord has directed us to do revelation mm-hmm. and the Lord directed us to do acts. Yeah. And, and I, look, I would go to the grave saying that Jesse, And I I think you need to clarify too, though, I think there's a difference. We're not saying that, you know, the things that are going to happen in Acts are the the collective or the Christ consciousness. No, That's part of the enemy's deception that is running parallel to what the spirit of God is really going to be doing. So, you know, for us as Christians and believers, what is that going to look like? You know, as this deception goes forward, the Lord is going to strengthen us. He's going to fortify, you know, us in different areas, including, you know, scripture says that we have the mind of Christ, meaning that we know and we are in alignment with the will of God. And he's going to make his will clearer to us as we walk through this time so that we can navigate that deception. And so, you know, I agree with you. I think that this is this is the time we're going to start seeing, you know, the miracles, the signs, the wonders. And there's a difference between those who are doing it, trying to persuade people, saying, you know, this is where the Christ is, you know, because we know the false Christs are going to arise and they're going to be saying, go here, or go there, because this is where Christ yeah. is. And, you know, what it, that's what scripture tells us. But, you know, we're going to see through that. And we're going to know that we're called to be a kingdom of priests and to say, you know, no, that's not where the Christ is. And we've been given the authority to work signs, miracles, and wonders, which are meant to be a display, a public display for both, you know, demons, angels, humans who uh, are wavering in their faith that we serve the living God. So, you know, now's the time where the Lord's going to be giving the command, you know, open up my storehouses of lightning bolts. Why is he going to send the lightning? Because it's a sign. It's a wonder to them that that the power of God exists outside of them. They can't control it. Um, and we're called to command those things to come forward. And you got to understand the other side is, you know, their playbook has always been consistent. It's problem, reaction, solution. So they're going to create the problem. They're going to judge the reaction. They're going to bring in the perfect solution. The perfect solution is going to be these false Christs, these false things. Right. Uh, 
but what our role is, and, and by the way, if your eyes are open, you're seeing the birth of the church again. Yeah. 2,000 years later, you're seeing the birth of the church right now again. The traditional church is falling. And, and, Absolutely. And it's falling fast. And, and because God wasn't welcome in a lot of these places. Yeah. The Holy Spirit wasn't welcome in these places. So all this to say, uh, over the next two weeks, Jesse, this is, uh, this, this is go time for us. And for everyone in our audience, I, I want to give you explicit instruction. It is time to get serious over the next couple of weeks because these next two weeks are pivotal. And one of the things that Robin Bullock said is, you know, they're, listen, they're trying to open up a portal. I'm convinced of that. Jesse's convinced of that. They probably will get one open, probably get several open. However, it's us that can make the determination of what comes through those portals. That's right. We want heavenly angels to come through there. We want them to guard the gate so no demons get through. And look, and we we pray that some more angels come in, some of God's army comes down here and starts giving us a hand and and drops Trudeau like a fly, you know, uh, not meaning harm to him, of course, uh, but his agenda, absolutely. Because if he falls, and I say if because I don't know. Yeah. Right now, it, it looks pretty strong, you know. Um, he's getting some opposition, but got to remember the opposition or they're in the same club. So, it, I mean, in, in the politics world. Right. But if he does fall, that triggers a whole bunch of dominoes. It certainly does. Yeah. And so, Jesse. You're right. Uh, we, have, we have the authority to bind and to loose and to, you know, move those mountains and there's a, a verse out of uh, Joshua chapter 14 that I love. And it says, you know, Caleb and Joshua were the only two in, you know, when Moses sent out the spies to check out that land of Canaan that God was giving as the inheritance. They were the only two who believed God in his word that, you know, he was saying, you're going to go in, you're going to conquer this land. It is going to be your inheritance. The other 10 who came back did not believe they didn't have that faith and they saw all the giants of the land and said, you know, it's not going to happen. And so, you know, when it came time, the Lord chose Joshua and Caleb to lead that army because of their faith. And at the very end, you know, well, I'll go back to the beginning at the beginning, they were given a command that, you know, that every man who was able to fight, that as they conquered that land, that they would continue to fight until each man had his territory. And in the end, what was left was a mountain where there were giants remaining on there, the descendants of the giants. And Caleb says to Joshua, because it's his inheritance, he says, you know, give me this mountain to conquer, you know, as my inheritance. And that mountain was where the city of Hebron was, which Hebron became the city of David. And so Caleb asked for that, 
you know, give me that city of David and think about years later, what happened with Hebron, you know, it became the place, you know, that mountain, that area became the place where David built the city of God. So, um, you know, that was the only place where God ever said, you know, I will, I will dwell. I will put my spirit there and I will dwell. I will let you build that house for me. And uh, because it was a place of faith, you know, and that's what we're building are those mountains of faith. And, you know, when you think you can't do it, when you see the enemy coming or whatever they're bringing, you know, just remember that, you know, God sent little children to deal with these principalities that were five years old and they were able to deal with those principalities rebuke them, reject them, send them back under the feet of Jesus where they need to be. You know, what does his word say? Until I make thy enemies your footstool under your feet. And every single one of those principalities is going to end up a footstool, um, you know, until the Lord takes his judgment on them. So never forget that, that, you know, if a five-year-old can do it, you as an adult certainly can do it. Amen. And so Jesse, I'm going to ask you in a, in just a couple moments, uh, if we do really want to plug up or control whatever opens up in the skies, if you could give us an example of a prayer uh, that, you know, people could use just as a, as a foundation for when we're praying and, and listen, I'm going to really encourage each one of you uh, our Singapore prayer celebration on Saturday nights at uh, 8 p.m. on our Telegram channels. Please be there uh, for these next two weeks in particular. I'm going to make a point of being there myself. Uh, of course, I, I try to get there most times, but uh, this is going to be really important. And, and by the way, on Saturday, we have a super special uh, Saturday night sermon with Jesse our very first female version sermon on a Saturday night. And uh, that'll be exciting. Uh, it, it's, and it's good. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's All good. Right. I, uh, I watched it yesterday. It was sent to me yesterday. It was a, a word that was being prayed upon for a few weeks. And, very cool. uh, and I think it's, it's timely for, for all yeah. of us in this community. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I know your time is fleeting, Jesse. Yeah, so very fleeting. Gonna, well, you know, with the well, hold prayers, on, hold I on, think... hold on. I, I got to, I got to get, I got to finish a couple things. Go ahead. Thank you. I'm going to put you on the spot. This is our last show, by the way, uh, for a little while. Uh, but I was going to see if, is it possible to do a fabulous freebie Friday tomorrow on Podbean? I'm actually out of town. You could do it, Jeff. Okay, I might do one. So there might be a show tomorrow at 1 p.m. on yes, Friday. Yes, and Jeff, I'll advertise, Jeff will be giving away free copies with the special edition cover of my book. So stay oh, tuned. Okay, yeah. well, if with your permission, and I'm going to give away something else as well. Yeah. Uh, listen, also, um, and before we get to the prayer and what Jesse was going to say, I just got to listen um, it's so important right now to go to mylibertystand.com. Uh, we have our chat channels. We've built a huge community 
there and and the community is so loving they're so supportive and lives are actually being changed so this is for north america only at this point we're working on international we're working on australia we're working on the uk uh we're working on singapore even in the background but if you have not uh, fight back join our community um it's better for your family it's better for you all around my liberty stand Com. And I'm sorry to have cut you off there, Jesse. Nope, that's all right. Uh, what I was simply going to say, you know, I'm going to do it a little different today. Um, instead of an actual prayer, I, I keep it very simple uh, when I'm praying against the things that are happening. And a lot of times I'm pulling out verses and praying those verses. Oh. So it could be, you know, saying things like, Lord, you you've said that you've given us this land as an inheritance, every place the sole of our foot treads. So we're taking authority over our communities, over our home, over our state, over our country. You have to remember that our authority is expanded beyond us so we can take that full authority. Um, as you take that authority, you set it apart, you consecrate it to the Lord. And I do pray a lot that prayer of Caleb where I say, Lord, give me this mountain to conquer. Let me go in and remove every stronghold, every giant that is in this land, you know, illegally because they don't have the authority or the right to be here because God's given it to us. And, you know, I will take that authority back and I ask the Lord you know, to honor his word, he said that if we say to this mountain, be moved, get out of the way, that it will be moved. So I literally will say that whether it's using that spirit's name, um, you know, it's like, no, Cronus, you're not going to come into California. I say to this mountain, be moved. And that includes the subterranean ground underneath his feet. Lord, move it, shift it, sweep it out of the way that he cannot even get a hold of the land or get a foothold or a finger hold, you know, sweep them out into that sea and take them up to your throne. Um, and there he can, you can deal with him while he's stuck under your foot. And, uh, you know, so same thing with Leviathan. He likes to move in the surface of the deep. And that tends to be, you know, where the spirit of God moves. The spirit of the Lord moves over the surface of the deep. So it's like, you know, we're taking back this, this territory, even the deep. We're opening it up so that the Holy Spirit can move. And, you know, as we surrender, as we cleanse things, as we fast with it um, and ask the Lord to put, restore to us that right standing, that righteousness, his word says our prayer shall availeth much. And so in faith, we believe that, that as we ask, as we pray, as we do what he's commanded us to do through his word, that those prayers will avail much. So Amen. we'll leave that, it there and we just pr pray all that in your powerful name, Jesus. Amen. That, that was perfect, Jesse. Um, real quick, uh, are you here on Sunday or we're gone? Yes, Sunday we will be here and then I'll be off the next week because we'll be um, on vacation and I'll be getting ready for that Orlando tour. 
Amen. Yeah. So you're going to be doing the uh, reveal report thing in Orlando. Uh, I had committed to take the week to work on a couple major projects and, uh, but I always feel guilty not putting out shows, Jesse. So I need prayer to actually be able to sit back and get some things done that are break, Jeff. You haven't taken one almost all year. So I think that you can just relax and know that it's going to be all right. Yeah, but we'll pray for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> relaxing doesn't come easy to me. But, uh, okay, sorry. so I'll say, if anybody sees Jeff during this next week, after Sunday, putting up any shows or showing up on Podbean or anything, you need to like reprimand to be like, Jeff, you're supposed to be taking a break working on your book. Oh, but but I would say I, I am committed to doing the military analyst on Wednesday. Okay, and we'll give so you the I, Wednesday, Jeff. I will be doing the Wednesday show. I'll put uh, out there to everybody else. I'll I'll expect you to work with me to help Jeff take a break. <laughs> well, it's not a break. It's major projects I'm working on. <laughs> but uh, but I, I would like right. to really get them done. So, hey, listen, God bless every one of you. Remember, uh, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. We'll see you on Sunday.